On today's edition of New Amsterdam Radio, we're talking baseball. That's right, America's pastime. And what does the recent invention of Players Weekend in Major League Baseball mean to you and your creative projects? Let's go. How is everyone doing out there in the internet internet land? As they usually say, it's New Amsterdam Radio. Uh, my name is Flobo Boys, of course, the host of New Amsterdam Radio and the owner, co-owner, co-founder of NewAmsterdam.com. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode and other episodes in the series. You know, New Amsterdam Radio is really a podcast about taking the world around us and, and applying it to our creative endeavors because deep down inside, we're all creators, right? Um, I don't know about you guys, but I am enjoying my summer, what's left of it. You know, we're rolling into Labor Day and all that. Uh, I just spent a week away. I went back to, to New York City to see the fam. Uh, originally from New York, originally from Brooklyn. So it was okay, cool to see the, the place I grew up and how it's changing. And I was able to perform my live comedy out there. So I'm, I was still creating, even though I was technically on vacation. And if you're ever on the fence about when's the best time to visit New York, it's about now, uh, late August, uh, early September, like around Labor Day, or in April, if you're a spring person. Uh, definitely the best times. You don't want to go when it's too hot or too humid, or and you don't want to go in the winter times because winters can be brutal out there. Uh, I, it was a good chance for me to reset, uh, performing live in a whole different city, getting that feedback was always great. Felt a bit more recharged about what I was doing as I got back on the plane here to Southern California. And I feel like a lot of that uh, does help. And I know we're going to go into a, an episode about that, just traveling and, and having that reset the plate, the, the palate, if you will. But I just want to talk to you about baseball today, uh, specifically Major League Baseball, you know, the the institution that is the Major League Baseball and, and their Players Weekend, which was at the time of this recording about a couple days ago, last weekend uh, here uh, in the United States. Basically, the idea is that for one weekend out the season, the rules for the uniforms and attire are a little bit relaxed. Uh, the first couple of years, uh, you were able just to like, you know, accessorize your shoes and all that stuff and, and uh, your sleeves or your gloves. Um, but of course, it's at, at, as well is evolving with something else. So we're talking about that today and what we can pull from that and how we can apply that to our creative projects. I gotta be honest with you, I'm not really much of a sports person. You know, like I like it casually. I got my teams, you know, I, I know some of the players, you know, I love the moves and all that stuff, depending on the sport. But there are some friends of mine that are just so great at stats and stats upon stats and stats upon more stats upon more stats. Or sometimes when I get into those barbershop conversations about the greatest of all time and the best position player, depending on the position in sport, I can get lost. Um, but I would say of the big four, baseball is my favorite. That's the one I was exposed to first, and that's the one I grew up with. And, and, and even though I can say I can casually watch basketball, I can casually watch soccer, um, I watch football a little bit less than those. Uh, it's definitely baseball. That's the one I, have, I, I go to see more games live. That's the one I, I watch for sports and scores. And, and as a fan of the New York Mets, I cross my fingers that I'll be alive uh, when they win their next uh, world championship. But I thought it was pretty cool that baseball kind of intertwined into this today's episode because it's one of those things that because it's 
an American institution, it's very easy to overlook, right? A lot of people are saying, man, uh, it's kind of out of touch. The game is kind of slow. Kids don't want to be baseball players anymore. I mean, basketball players have superstar talents, and they usually push the individual star. Or what about football, where, you know, footballers now can, can get a TV deal their second year in the league, you know, whether that they have their own projects already lined up. Or, or soccer, where you're, you're basically considered playing the world's game. That stage is the biggest, you can inarguably all of sport. Baseball over time is, has its market share just slice little by little by little. And it's very apparent because I, I think if basketball or football was established today, they probably would have been uh, a summer sport to go head to head with baseball. It seems that beatable. Whereas uh, football being a winter sport and, and basketball being a winter sport and even hockey being a winter sport, maybe a, hockey being a more obvious reason as to why. Uh, it was definitely counter-programming, right? <laughs> the summer was owned by the boys on the diamond. And uh, even though that's changing a bit, uh, Major League Baseball knows this. So about three seasons ago, there was a bit of a cabal, uh, a little bit of a sit-down. They were saying, well, what can we do to make this game more interesting for younger fans? Because frankly... The, the fan base is dying off, right? That's, that's what they're saying. There's young people watching the sport all the time, but not at the numbers they need to sustain the sport. Um, and it's definitely a, a sport that really tries to push the team aspect of the game. I mean, gone is like the, the, the 90s superstar era of like Frank Thomas and Derek Jeter. Now it's like, this team is solid. This team is great. And, and with the years of contract extensions nobody really has like the big splash free agent signing deals like you hear about in basketball right so players weekend was really devised as that i mean yeah it's it's you get to wear your own gloves or you can wear a different color scheme in your shoes but it was really about making it fun that way you can show a little bit of the flair as you see like in minor league baseball you know minor league baseball is one of the greatest things that we've created as a country because the team names were senseless like the Swing of the Quad Cities used to be a team before they went bankrupt, or the Montgomery Biscuits, or they'll have weird giveaways like bobble legs out of a bobble head, or they'll have weird team colors. And I think baseball was kind of getting too serious. And Players Weekend was a way for them to go out there and, and, and try different color schemes and, and have the players put nicknames for themselves on the back of their jersey to make it a little bit more fun and a little bit more goofy. Now, now whether or not you, you are on board with the full uh, flavor, the full color of it, that's up to you. But you can definitely think there's is an attempt there to, to make it more playable. Now, after the first two seasons, uh, it was pretty much seen as a, an addition, maybe not necessarily necessary, but it was one thing that people were looking forward to. And the reason why I'm gonna bring it up today is that the third season of Players Weekend, we saw the advent of monochromatic jerseys. Right. So in the past, on that weekend, the, the jerseys were hyper colorful. Like, for example, I'm a Met fan. So uh, even though our colors are orange and blue, when we play at home, we wear a white jersey with blue pinstripes. And we're on the road. We play with gray jerseys and, and orange and orange and blue uh, writing. Right. Uh, the players weekend jerseys were like blue, blue midsection, orange sleeves. It was just really tacky and gaudy, but cool. Uh, the monochromatic jerseys was uh, league-wide, where one team would wear white, all white. We're talking white letters, white numbers on a white jersey and a white field. Um, and another team would wear black jersey, black writings, um, black type, everything black. And that may be cool for a team or two, but imagine turning on to baseball for three days <laughs> and seeing everyone dressed the same. Um, it it kind of 
even though the tradition was three years old, it felt kind of uh, weird to just go against everything. You went from colorful, almost little league stature to this is as serious as we're taking it. We're going to have mandatory fun. And of course, uh, fans are bewildered. Uh, journalists had a field day making fun of it. And coaches and players had this uh, this laid back shrug aspect of it going, well, I mean, that's my job. I'll just wear what you want and I'll do what you want. Uh, so someone can say it was a bit of a disaster, but it definitely was a mess going. You're hyping this up, being it's for the players, but it did seem kind of cynical this round, right? It did seem like, well, the reason why we're doing all white and all black is that you can buy the jerseys and all white and all black. And those are available at, at, you know, the shop zone or whatever the website is for buying merchandise at an incredible markup. And I, I was at it in a bar on Sunday. Uh, this past Sunday, I'm watching the uh, New York Yankees uh, against the Los Angeles Dodgers, and it felt like two different teams because, you know, the Yankees are, whether or not you like them, or, or in my case, I don't, uh, their uniform hasn't changed in almost 100 years, you know. <laughs> and the Dodgers, even though they're a younger team, also as iconic with Dodger blue on the white field, so uh, white um, base. So it was kind of interesting to see how these two teams looked like they were cast in a movie, you know what it looked like? It looked like when you went to Best Buy, and they and they trying to tell you your this TV can show live sports in HD quality. How they put a picture of two generic players playing a sport to show you it has live sports. Uh, that's exactly what it looked like. And the, the 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 game itself was great. It was home runs, it was steals, and everything. But it definitely changed the the look and feel, the aesthetic of the game. I know on this show we always say, look, the idea for any kind of creative is to come up with something and find new ways to change, find new ways to tweak. And I think that's what Players Weekend was in general. It was a way to tweak with the formula of baseball to make it fun. Um, and, of course, once you start doing that tweak uh, and, you add, and you decide that you doing an audit of how you can improve your craft uh, becomes a regular thing, like in this case, we're going to do Players Weekend every week. Now you have the challenge of making each player's weekend great and different, much like how you have the challenge of making each tweak, each audit of your creative portfolio or endeavor that much more meaningful. If you're a fashion designer, for example, yeah, you can have an overall theme of what your brand stands for, whether it's quality of fabric or certain logos and colors. But then when you have a collection in the fall and a collection in the spring, by next spring, it's understood that you're supposed to evolve one for the brand, and one from spring collection to spring collection, for example. Uh, what we saw with Players Weekend is that sometimes your evolution can be seen as a step backwards. Uh, no one's ever poo-pooing on Players Weekend. No one's ever saying, why do we have this? It was something that was added to make things fun, and it kind of comes and goes. But when you miss the mark completely, everyone kind of looks at everything with a jaundiced eye and go, Hey, what's this about? Have you lost your way? Have you lost your focus? Uh, you know, I, for example, I, you know, New Amsterdam started off as a premium notebook company. Uh, we sold uh, for about over almost two years. We sold high quality notebooks and pens and stationery because it came from an idea. The idea was as a comedian, as uh, an on air host and presenter, uh, I like to write by hand. And the quality of products out there were either not good or very, very expensive. And New Amsterdam uh, was made to do that. 
And we had plans of expanding over into stationery and travel wear and, and with the idea being, you know, creative people create, either at home or on the road with themselves. We wanted a new Amsterdam to be a part of that journey. Um, and to me, that was a very good learning process because even though the notebook sold, uh, every other wave of product that came after that, whether it be like the apparel or whether it be like the travel wear, was seen as kind of like, well, I see the attempt of you trying to expand the line, but it's not quite what we thought the brand was. Even though I had visions of having it be like from top to bottom, being part of the creative's journey, but to most people who were buying the notebooks, they just thought we were a notebook company. They're like, well, I want a notebook that's this size. I want a notebook that doesn't have lines first before you go into other things. You've lost your way, as the people would say, and when you go a direction, no one's feeling. Uh, People are saying that, or I've I've read in articles uh, by sports journalists that have said, hey, this edition of Players Weekend for MLB was kind of weird, but I don't think the organization is going to collapse. But the problem still exists then. Now, you are a sport that isn't as cool as you once been, and you've tried something, and it, even though this year may take a hit, you may keep it in rotation and also try to find other ways. Much like how if you come up with an idea, let's say you're a film director and your movie is seen as something that's away from your level of expertise, something that just totally misses the mark, you can keep that and say, well, I can revisit that with a special edition or a sequel to that franchise while still creating new intellectual properties take your failures as part of your building plan it's not something that is a binary oh i failed let's move on or i failed i must try it again but you can say look this is considered a loss leader this is considered a failure let's roll this into our overall plan and see where our overall vision can go That's all the time we have for this edition of New Amsterdam Radio. Make sure to check out this episode and all the other episodes available wherever you stream your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, all that. If you guys have a question, my name is Flobo Voice. Reach out to me on social media. I'm at Flobo Voice on Twitter, at Flobito on Instagram, and Flobito.com. And until next time, the city is yours. <laughs>